Welcome everyone, this is MMA Marks. Today is March 27th, 2019. We got a great show headed up for you guys. I can't wait to get started. We're going to recap Fight Night 148 down in Nashville. This was Anthony Pettis versus Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. I can't wait to get that out of the way. Um, then me and Buddy are going to go over our favorite feuds. Uh, I know that can be a little bit difficult, but we're going to get through it, and we're, we're real excited to tell to tell you guys what's going on. And then after that, we're going to give you our predictions for UFC in Philly in the Wells Fargo Arena on March 30th, and that will be uh, Edson Barbosa versus Justin Gaethje uh, to headline that fight. I can't wait to get started, so let's just cut through the introduction and get down to business what's up buddy how you doing i'm doing good man i'm doing good um the fights were awesome that we just watched oh yeah uh the fights coming up are gonna be great mm-hmm. i'm ready to get i'm ready to get down to business but uh you know first i wanted to talk about we had ourselves a nice little dinner the family thing yeah, it was really nice i was actually surprised that we could get that many people in our family in one restaurant and uh it was nice to have everyone together about what what you think 26 27 of us yeah and uh we had people from new hampshire we had people from uh philadelphia and dc yeah yeah it was it was a great it was nice to get like like uncle billy said uh it was nice to have everybody around and it wasn't a hospital visit or a funeral, you know? Yeah, and it was just a good time. Nobody got an attitude. <laughs> Nobody yeah. drank. Yeah, I think that had a lot to do with it. No alcohol was involved. It was great. Yeah. Our poor waitress, though, man. <laughs> we have one waitress. I'm not going to promise everybody was sober, though. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's all right, man. All right, so what did you think of Fight Night 148? Well, let me start it off with it was awesome as hell, but my boy Ricky ended the night a little early. Okay, yeah. I had some I had some issues and then watched every fight up until the main event. The only the only real one I wanted to see and I fell asleep. I I tried waking him up and <laughs> Look, and then, look, he's like, I'm actually kind of pissed off. Y'all didn't wake me up for the fight. And I'm like, dude, we tried. I, and you acknowledged, and you said, all right. And then you went right back to sleep. Seen the co-main event, and as soon as the co-main event was, out, was done, I fell out. Well, I'm sure you watched the replay. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I could not. Yeah. Uh, do you want to start from the main event? Yeah. Main card? Yeah, let's get it down. How about that Anthony Showtime Pettis, man? It's an upset. You think it was an upset? No, everybody was betting on Thompson. They he was he was Thompson was the heavy favorite. Now me and you knew better. We yeah. ca- we called it for Pettis. We called it Pettis second round, but you know, we thought it might be submission, but right. hey, who would have who nobody would have thought that. Nobody would have seen cuz Wonderboy A has never been knocked out in 80 fights. In the 80 fights that he's had, he's never been knocked out. Yeah, it's crazy. And uh, he did that whole luchador move. It looked like he was bouncing off of the cage and then came with a flying uh, Superman punch. It was like a Superman hook. It was it was nice. Yeah. 
It was beautiful. And you know what I noticed too? That he had a he had a direct game plan for uh Thompson and yeah. he, he stuck to it. He showed a lot of poise, a lot of maturity as a fighter. I think I think um if you watch the footwork when the um the knockout punch happens, yeah. It looks like he, he really studied Thompson's footwork. And he knew exactly where he was going to step because he stepped in right when he was trying to come up for a kick. Right. So I heard him in an interview kind of explain this. Okay. So what he said was that when Thompson was coming in, because now you got to remember that both fighters come from a taekwondo background because uh, both fighters use their feet a lot. Yeah. And uh, Pettis, Pettis said that when he came in for the sidekick, he parried it. And parried it to his knee. So that means that he stepped into the kick off to the side, just gently, just slightly off to the side. So he didn't get all the power into it. And he got closer to, he got closer to Thompson to, to land the hook. But what he did was he set up the leg kicks and he was kicking his back leg. He wasn't kicking his front leg most of the time. He was kicking his back leg. So what he did was he lifted his leg up like, to set up a Superman, mm-hmm. but Thompson was thinking that he was going to get leg kicked, so he didn't bring his guard up, and then he came overhand with a right hook, and it was just perfect. You just blew my fucking mind, because <laughs> I, I didn't. I mean, I didn't think about it, but now that you're saying it, and, and you said that uh, Pettis pointed it out, them leg kicks literally was the thing that made that fight. It was. Because it slowed Thompson down. It kind of made him easier to know how he was going to move. Right. Because I noticed it was like a movement issue, but I didn't even think that it was light kicks. Oh, yeah. it was. You noticed that he didn't throw a lot of punches. He threw – Pettis threw very little punches in the first round. He just kept r- trying to find his range and late kick him, find, it, find his range and late kick him. I want to rewatch that match knowing that that was his strategy now. Because at first I thought that Pettis lost the first round. He did lose it, but he expected to lose it. Yeah, that's I, that's why I want to rewatch it, knowing that. Yeah, you know what I mean, because then it's like you get to see it from his point of view. Yeah, a little bit, and then uh, and you notice that Thompson really bites on that lake when Anthony Pettis lifts it up to to knock him out. He really looks at the leg, and his whole mistake was that he dropped his guard to block the leg. Yeah, and then. Bam! Gets hit right on the chin, and the thing with the thing that shows more maturity from Pettis is that he didn't put all of his power into that punch. It was more accurate than it was power. Yeah, and that's what knocked him out. Yeah, and uh, <coughs> you know, just thinking about it, Stephen Thompson the, when he fought Darren Till afterwards he talked about how he thinks those kicks to the le- certain kicks to the leg should be illegal because he's like you know you kick me in the knee a certain way it could end my career yeah and so it's, he's very sensitive to leg kicks those wing chun leg kicks that are straight against the knee yeah yeah like the side kick to the knee right they are dangerous to your career i mean they could break your acl mcl and meniscus all in one shot mm mm-hmm. John Jones is like the number one person that uses them. Yeah. But but yeah, I kind of agree with uh 
Thompson on that. I mean, I'm not saying they should be illegal because a kick's a kick, but it's dirty. It is dirty. It's like a foot stomp. It's but, just dirty. But I'm saying the fact that maybe Pettis was thinking that he was sensitive to leg kicks, and that's that would kind of spark that game plan. Well, if you're gonna if you're gonna take down a taekwondo fighter, you're gonna kick his legs out. Yeah. So. Uh, I got you. Yeah. So yeah. anyway. So the cable was in your chest a little bit. I got you. I, I, that's what I know. Um, you still recording? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we had a little technical difficulties. That's all right. I kept but, hearing the, the cable moving across your chest. <laughs> yeah, I was leaning back. <laughs> so uh, my one of my favorite fights of the night. You got what? The co-made event? Blades versus uh, Big Titties. Oh, God. <laughs> Big Titties go home. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, I don't understand how Willis thought he was the main attraction in this. I like confidence, but come on, dude. Like, really? Main attraction? Get and out of here. He, you got to fake it till you make it. And you yeah. got, he's probably, he was probably faking the funk trying to get his confidence up because he... He he knew <laughs> he knew it was gonna be a hard night for him. Well, yeah, but Curtis kind of changed up his game plan too. He he ragdolled him. I wasn't expecting that from Curtis. Well, I mean, he, Curtis has been known to do that before. So the co-main event was Curtis Blades versus Justin Willis. Justin Willis, uh, he's kind of on the bigger side, a little out of shape. <laughs> Curtis Blades is coming off of two two losses. Um, so he really needed this win, and he he changed up his game plan. Usually he's a striker, so what he did was he... Well, kind of, yeah. Yeah. He's I, more of a ground and pound. Okay, ground and pound, but he, he, more, he really heavily used his wrestling in this fight, which I didn't see coming, and it, re- it really showed because Willis didn't see it coming either. He just got ragdolled. He didn't know what to do, and he yeah. was really tired by the end of the first round. And by that, I mean, Blades didn't finish the fight. I don't know if that's a credit to Blades or a credit to Willis. But he got the decision. And this was your favorite fight? Yeah, I mean, it went... One of the one of the judges scored a 30-25, dude. Oh, yeah, it was... It, <laughs> it was so one-sided. It was just it's fucking he, dominant. He pushed him against the cage, wrestled him up, and just beat the fuck out of him. Yeah. For three rounds straight. Yeah. I mean, it was it was cool. I mean, I thought it was fun. It was. It this was. Is, this is why you fell asleep, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> but I liked it. I thought it was an awesome fight, and well, I, I I was picking Justin Willis to win just because <laughs> I don't know. I had a weird feeling. And I said that confidence, man. Yeah, I mean, you had you had Willis. So you went with Blades mid, immediately, and yep. then and then changed it mid mid podcast and said, "No, I'm going to go with Willis' decision." But you know what? I don't care either way because that was awesome. Because he literally yelled in the mic as soon as they asked him about something. He just said, "Grab the mic." He said, "Big titties, go home." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Willis got some big old titties on him. Yeah, it was funny. But the thing is that where so what it that's like we're talking about feuds today. That's a few. That was a feud that was kind of like a, a little mini feud. Right. Uh, Willis was talking all kinds of shit, but um. Blades wasn't. Yeah, Blades didn't give a fuck. Willis even said, even was talking shit to Blades' dad. 
Really? Yeah, and that's when he was like Whoa, really now. pissed off. That's Whoa, when now, he man. was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna bring you in deep water and just fucking torture you." Okay, so now now it kind of makes sense. He it, did a Khabib. He wanted to punish him. Right. Right. Okay. I see what you're saying. I mean, it. it so that's to... that's why I liked it because he he was able to see. I didn't know beat that. on him. I didn't know that he kept the beating going. Now that you think about that mentality, yeah. Now I understand a little bit. Okay, I don't want to finish the fight. I want to. I want to make this dude hurt. I want to. I want to call him big titties. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll tell you. I don't know why it just killed me because he screamed it in the microphone. Big titties, go home. <laughs> and oh, I remember because you were saying, yeah, because if. Uh, if Blades can't win, he needs to go home. And then when he said it, I was like, Ricky, he used your line on on him. That's what I was thinking. I mean, if he if because this would be his third loss in a row, and if you lose to Justin Willis after being ranked what number two, number three, yeah, you need to you need to go home and reevaluate what's going on. So moving forward, after that, we have John McDessie versus uh, Jesus Pinedo. And uh, McDessie squeaked out the decision. I knew he would. I called it. Yeah, you called that one to a T. Um, that was kind of a boring fight for me, to be honest. It was. It just seemed like neither one was really trying to. They were playing it safe, man. Yeah, they were keeping and that's it light. What Mc... That's what McDessie does. He lulls you to sleep, and then he just out outstrikes you. Well, I mean, he, I, he's landed some good strikes, but whatever. Yeah. So after that, we have... Uh... Hussier Formega versus, uh, uh, I can't say his first name. I think it actually say Juicier. Juicier? Juice- I, I think I mostly heard people pronounce that, Jay. Okay. Juicier Formega. Formiga. Formiga? Versus Federigo. Okay. Uh, Formigo took that decision. Formiga ain't nobody to fuck with. He's really not. He's coming for that fucking title. Now, I really thought... Uh, Ferjado was gonna was gonna win here. I thought he was gonna. Yeah, because he's a bad motherfucker. He's got he's got some serious hands, but wasn't it his night? Yeah, but, but I was surprised he was able to defend all them all them uh, submission attempts and stuff. Yeah, like I mean, but then he just started beating on him and just keep keeping the. Possess- I mean, that should'll wear you out, man. Yeah, yeah, it was it was nice. It, it was, was cool. It was I, a good good. Good win for for Mega. He's somebody for Mega. That makes you nervous for anybody he's fighting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to start off the main card, we had oh no, this wasn't this was second card. Sorry. So after that, we had uh, violent Bob Ross, Louis uh, Pena versus uh, Stephen Patterson or Peterson. Peterson. Me, <laughs> Patterson. Yeah, Patterson Park. Yeah, I know. Shout out Patterson Park. Uh, Stephen Peterson. And uh, of course, Violent Bob Ross took this. Yeah, but it was that. So that was a very boring fight to, for me. Uh, he missed weight, Bob Ross, and that's and I remember that's why. I remember I was like, I don't remember why I don't fuck with him. It's because he's like missing weight, and then he just puts on a lackluster performance. It's like, dude, just move up already. You're tall as fuck. Yeah, he's really tall for that weight class. And it's like, dude, if if you're gonna like kind of halfway be, I mean, like half of your pepping your step is out of you just move up a weight like everybody else is doing i've been saying it for for months and years almost like dude the weight you you should be fighting your natural walk around weight that's what you should be fighting at that's what your body's used to 
that's where you're perform your best at. And that's why Ricky's gonna fight in a three hundred club. Wow, you big <laughs> motherfucker. What are you going? Four fifty? Four sixty? Hell yeah, bitch. You ain't even in my weight class. <laughs> oh my god. So Bob Ross had a slow ass night. It's all right though. But he won. And so we, he, he moves on. What we got next? Next, we got the uh, female version of Connor. <laughs> I don't care. That that fight was fucking awesome. You got Macy Barber versus J.J. Aldridge. Aldridge, whatever. Aldridge. Close enough. That fight was awesome. She was getting her ass whipped in the first round. She got fucked up. She got dropped. She she had she they see that's the thing. Like that proved a lot to a lot of us because we all thought maybe she was a hype train, but I mean she got she got hurt. Yeah, she sucked it the fuck up and beat that girl's ass. Was, she came back second round with adjustments and took her out, TKO. That's right. That girl didn't. It was like a completely different fight from first round to second round. Yeah. It, it was weird. I, I, didn't, I didn't see it going like that. I was like, oh, shit, Macy Barber's hurt. She's going to be timid. She's going to come out and be safe. But, no, nah, she put that bitch up against the cage and just made her cover up. Yeah, but that, like, I'm telling you, Aldridge beat the fuck out of yeah, her. Yeah, she did. Yes, yeah, she did. <laughs> she had her scared for that first round, man. I was scared for I her. I was like, look, another one of Dana's, pro- like, uh, you know, bright new guys getting fucked up again. Right. All right, this next fight, right? This, oh, this fight was fun. This was fun. Bryce Mitchell, Thug Nasty. Right. Versus, uh, well, he beat out um, Bobby Moffitt. Bobby Moffitt, Moffitt for a fucking awesome ass match. That's one I want to run back. I want to run that back. Yeah, and that's because that was a back and forth brawl out. And I, I honestly, fight. honestly, I, that's it was a very close fight. So I don't care. You know, it's like give or take. You know, because judges are terrible. Yeah, but I feel like Moffitt might actually edge them out. It was it was a toss up. Yeah, I could, exactly. It was if if anything is a draw, that's a draw. Yeah, I feel I feel bad for the judges on that one because you know you're sitting there, and both guys are fighting their heart out and they're they're giving it every bit of op, every bit of energy that they could give, and neither one is t- is uh, relenting in any way. Well, the reason why I gave it to Moffitt, uh, in my, you know, from my point of view, is because I feel like. Moffitt stayed more on offense than than uh, Thug Nasty, who was more defending. Now, what do you give a what do you give a fight for? Do you give a fight for attacking, or do you give a fighter the edge for intelligently countering and moving the fight? Yeah, but I'm saying that I feel like he was more defensive and not not even not as, not giving as much effort towards trying to win. That's that's what I'm saying. Right. So if you're just constantly defending, that's not moving the fight. It's keeping a stalemate but like, he, like it happened. Now, now he wasn't defending, it, per se. He wasn't on defense. Not, he not was always. countering. Not always. He, he Yeah. Sometimes he was just defending. Now, this is weird because you're making a point for Moffitt, and I'm making a point for Mitchell, and we both picked opposite. And <laughs> no, I picked, I picked Mitchell. Yeah, you picked. Oh Mi- yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. you picked Mitchell to win, and you're giving an argument for Moffat. I picked Moffat to win, and I'm giving an argument <laughs> for Mitchell. 
This is just a little funny. Exactly why they, they should they should run in the back. Yeah. That'd be an awesome fight. It was an awesome fight. I wish I was even saying I wish they could do one more round, something. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was I was almost like they're gonna call this a draw. Yeah. But I mean I don't know how you how you feel, but I kinda like a draw sometimes when it's well deserved like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean that 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 one right there is a draw. But I'd rather finish. <laughs> <laughs> Something definitive. Okay. So moving on, we got Marlon Vera versus uh, Frank Sanchez. <laughs> Sands or something. Sands. I want to anyway. say Sanchez. I'm stupid. <laughs> uh, first round knockout. Everyone. That was a fucking awesome performance by Vera. Yeah. Yeah. There's much to say other than that. No. He came out guns fucking blazing and got the knockout. Yeah, it was very fucking quick. <laughs> I mean, what do you say to that? I mean, I guess he got... Well, he would have got knockout of the night if Pettis didn't do what he did. All right, so then next we got... Alexis Davis versus uh, Jennifer Maya. Maya? Thicker than an oatmeal sandwich, <laughs> yo. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. And she won by decision and... It was because she was coming at Alexa. Oh yeah, she wasn't letting up. She as soon as she got a little punch in, in her, she just kept at it. And she has some combos. Yeah. She she did have some combos and she stayed right in front of her and took her the fuck out. It was great. I mean she didn't take her out, like knock her out, but you know, she definitely put it on her. Yeah, yeah. I think that maybe it it was a good performance, but I, I don't know. Like I'm kind of nervous about seeing her fighting anybody else, because I feel like Alexa Davis didn't really look too good at all. Right. So I I don't know. I'm just saying that she might not be. I don't. I'm not. I'm not big on her yet. Now Alexis Davis is a more of a wrestler, per, yeah, a wrestler she girl. Really... She wasn't really wrestling, so I don't know if that's a credit to Maya be for keeping her in a striking match, or was that. Uh, Alexis Davis being uh, a miscue of game plan. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why I, I'm not. I'm not sure if I'm if I'm a fan yet. Yeah. So moving on, we got uh, Ron Randa 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 Marcos versus Angela Hill. Oh my God, you were wrong as fuck. Wrong well, as fuck. It looked like Angela Hill just went in there and just took a dive. She got fucked up, son. <laughs> like, I blinked, and she was on the ground, and then she was getting hurt, and then it was over. <laughs> I mean, it was a great submission. She, I mean, she took it right down. It was with ease. I mean, it was like... She didn't belong in that ring with her. That's what it, it looked like. She just took a dive. It was weird. It was... I, I questioned it. I questioned the legitimacy of that fight, because Angela Hill is better than that. I don't get it. Uh, obviously, she's not. <laughs> well, that's not pulling any punches there, bud. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I like Angela Hill's character. Yeah, you know she's a funny per, or a, a fun person when she does those street fighter dances. Yeah, the weigh-ins when she dresses up like different street fighter characters, and uh, she does a little act out on the weigh-ins. Yeah, and- so she's a cool person. Just maybe not the greatest fighter. She actually has a podcast with Jessica Pena or something. Pen- Pena? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they got a podcast together. I never listened to it, though. Shout out to them. 
<laughs> so after that, we have uh, Ryan McDonald versus Chris Gutierrez. Oh, I said that right. That was such a lackluster fight for me. Yeah, I didn't pay attention. I guess to I didn't this. care enough. And then the fight for it, I don't even know if we watched that. <laughs> yeah, no, we turned it on. again. I'm sorry, everyone. We missed the first fight, you know. Uh, but Eric Eric Sheldon versus Jordan Espinosa. Espinosa took that in decision. I don't know. I didn't see it. Yeah. I'm sorry we didn't get to watch it. But. Fi- final note of the night. Um, the refs and the judging wasn't that bad, but the production was fucking shit. Oh the mics kept getting cut off when people would talk. Oh, how about Lewis Violent Bob Ross? Oh, trying, my God. I forgot to... all about that, dude. Oh I was supposed God. to make a meme. Remember oh, you told me to? Yes, yes. I wish forgot you would have. forgot all about it, dude. I wish you would have. Man, that so was much, funny. So, so many things happening this week that I forgot about that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it, so paint the picture real quick. So Pena, after he won, he, uh, you know, DC's a former or their teammates or whatever. So they know each other real yeah, well. Yeah, he called him coach and everything. Yeah, and uh, so he had a post-fight interview with him, and they talked for a minute, and then DC's walking off, and he went to grab the mic again, and DC turned around and was like, uh-uh, and it was like the most cringiest face ever, like, like, Please yo, don't, don't grab the mic. No, yeah, don't yeah. fuck this up for me, motherfucker. He <laughs> <laughs> was like, no, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> but, I mean, I've seen plenty of memes, and we were talking about making one, but, you know, there were so many crazy things happening. Addicts just slipped me. Yeah. So, um, before we get into the feuds. Family feuds. Family feuds. Before we get into the feuds and what uh, the survey consti- says. Constitutes a feud or whatnot. <laughs> Let's get into the news real quick. Get that out of the way. Well, I feel, yeah, I'm the type of person. I'll probably sprinkle some news in the other one. Okay. Because well, I'll we... remember shit randomly later. <laughs> All right. Well, we have to talk about the obvious, the big news. Conor McGregor's retired. Now, what do you think about that? Do you think that's a negotiating tactic? Do you think it's for real? Do you think he's just what? I, right. get, I got so many theories on this. It's First things first. Let's just say the obvious. You and I are both kind of sick of this whole is Connor fighting, he's teasing all these fights and then he do- and then he doesn't fight. It's like at this point we're kind of losing interest on whether it's going to happen or not. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, like we're losing interest here. But at the same time it's still kind of juicy and I still want him to fight. He's a he's a he's an unbelievably good personality and entertainer. He's he's just great at entertaining. But as an MMA fighter, I think he's leaning more on entertainer than he is MMA fighter. Just shut up and fucking fight, yeah. dude. If you're going to fight, fight. But if you're not, then get the fuck out. Yeah, you got, so... You got, all, you got all these side businesses and all these opportunities waiting for you. Just go. That's why I hope that he actually really retired. That's what I'm saying, because then it would actually have, just give us closure and be done with him. But, okay, so you have a couple theories. Here's my only theory I'm going to say that it might be true if... if if he actually isn't out, if he isn't really retired or whatever, this just goes along with what I've been saying for a long time. He's taking and using Mayweather's career and life as a blueprint on how to be rich. And Mayweather retired, and it got him even more money because he just comes out of retirement to fight when he has a profitable profitable fight. Boxing works that way. MMA does not. 
you're not gonna just come out of retirement and jump into an MMA fight. You're not. You can do that with boxing. Floyd is able to do that in boxing because he's a defensive why, fighter. Okay, so why can't you do that in MMA? Why can't you do that in MMA? For two reasons. One, because a you have to have a promoter that you work with, and Dana White. What my first theory was that this was a negotiation tactic that he wanted a stake in the company, and as soon as he retired, Dana didn't even blink. Dana didn't even like try to hold off on a comment. He he immediately came out with a comment as soon as he's seen that he's happy for him. He's glad he retired. He's gonna wait to see him do big things outside of the ring, right? If he was really using it as a negotiation tactic. And Dana was a little scared to lose him. He wouldn't have commented that. He wouldn't have commented that way. He wouldn't have commented at all. You fucking lost me. But I mean, I follow you on that. But you lost me on how that was a response to what I said. Well, well, this is what I'm saying. The 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 relationship with Dana White and Conor McGregor, how he had UFC by the balls, isn't that way anymore. He used to have UFC by the balls when it was Ronda and him running shop. He could do whatever the fuck he wanted. Now, the UFC is not so dependent on his stardom to to make money. Now, I mean, I just think that and well, that does not that that does not answer what I was. Well, okay, this why, is why. So what I what I was saying was he was going to come out of retirement whenever he wants to fight a profitable fight. Yeah, but who's, how does that not work? Because he works with the UFC, he has a contract with the UFC. He had a contract. He with still the, has a contract. I mean, if he retires, does he still have the contract? Yes, they, they, they. He can't fight for any other promotion, and if he comes back out of retirement, he has to be in the UFC because he signed with it. What six fights? Is it six fights? I believe so. Okay. Well, and either I mean, way, I'm just saying he can always come back to the UFC, and they will take him back even if the contract is void. And he can come back and fight. All he has to do is six months of USADA. And that might even be out the window for all we know. I'm just saying, I don't think his... The longer he's away from UFC, the less people are going to want to see him. It's not like boxing where they're going to clamor for that star. There's going to be stars to take his place very easily. And when you sit back and look at Connor as a career, yes, he changed the game. Yes, he's a trash talker. Yes, he's an entertainer. But did he really do anything fight-wise? No. Yeah. What? What did he do? What do you mean? What did he do fight-wise? Yes, he was first champ champ, but did he, did he defend any of the belts? No. Did he make any big contributions fight-wise? No. Yeah. What? Movement. As in what? No one's seen movement like that before, so he, he changed. He such as what, like footwork? Yeah, the way he the way he moved, he he inspired a lot of people to fight like him. Okay, I, I see that. I see that. Okay. He, he's he's a very big he's a very big impact. I I feel like you're wrong on that one. I guess because I'm a Connor hater because I never really liked the guy. I mean, he beat Aldo. He beat uh, Eddie Alvarez. I mean, the list goes on. It's like he's still great ass martial artist. Or mixed martial artists, I should say. But do you think he can sustain that? Because no, no, no. I'm just saying that he he's, he's been exposed, great... man. No, I'm saying that he's a he's a he did make plenty of contributions, and that's 
That's that. Okay. I, mean, I, I just don't agree so you with th- it, that he wasn't nothing for fighting. He, he was. So you think that he can come out of retirement in a year and a half and just whip ass? No, I think that he can take a easy, profitable fight for himself. Like what? What? All right. I guess the the. I'm talking about in the future, dude. Like, okay. Like, like how Floyd Mayweather Mayweather does. He can see an uprising star that he knows he can beat. Young, not really uh, enough ring um, knowledge, and but he's but this guy's got big hype on him. He says he starts saying shit on him about social media, like. Hey, this kid thinks he's all that. I come out of retirement right now, whip his ass. Fight builds. He makes a couple hundred million. I'm saying he, maybe he just sits back and waits for the right fight. Okay. Page out. That's what I'm saying. If it's if he ain't really retiring, that's what I hope he's doing. I think he's. Ta- I hope he's taking a page out of Mayweather's book. Okay. So with that being said, the other theory is that he's trying to get. He's trying to distance himself from UFC to. Um keep that good relationship while he's under investigation for sexual uh, assault. Yeah, but the weird thing is, like, all that came out, but I seen this stuff months ago. Oh, yeah, I seen it months ago, too, but he so wasn't arrested months ago. He yeah, j- he was. No, he got, he got, he just recently got arrested. What, in February? No, 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 in oh, what is it, March? I think he got arrested in March for now, he was arrested and detained for questioning, and they're investigating the fight. I don't or investiga- give a fuck about Investigating any of that, the sexual alley- uh, assault allegations, but I don't know. I don't give a fuck about any of that news. I mean, whether he did or not, they'll find out. And now, the other, the other third theory, and the last theory that I have on it, is that he's leaving UFC and going into wrestling, like Cain Velasquez did. Oh yeah, that's another news. Cain Velasquez went to wrestling. Yeah, and he made it. He's making his <laughs> debut in a. Uh, is that a luchador thing? Yes, he is. He looks like a Mexican luchador now, <laughs> and he's he's gonna be wrestling in uh, Triple Mania. Fucking cornball, goofy motherfucker! You should see the picture. I seen a picture, but I I just did. Didn't... You see the guy behind him? Uh, no. It is it is worth looking up. Yeah, it's just. I don't understand that. Conor McGregor does not want to go to pro wrestling. There's no way. McMahon always said he's welcome at WrestleMania, and if he wants a big payday quickly for a lot less work, I mean, just a quick WrestleMania moment. Maybe. Make you some money. So, you want to get into the Family Feud? Uh, uh, real quick, Um, I thought this was... Kind of newsworthy. Derek Lewis surgery. Yeah. So he has surgery on his balls, <laughs> on his knee, on his left knee. Okay. And he has a torn ACL, a torn MCL, and a torn meniscus that he's been fighting on for four years. He's fat. Do you know how rare that is to do? He's fat. Any any hadn't when the hurricanes hit it down in Houston, he was uh, videoed. Or yeah, video uh, carrying people through the goddamn river of the thing. Well, that I mean, so he's doing all that with a torn bullshit. I mean, torn everything. That's crazy that you can even walk. He's a bad motherfucker with a torn ACL, let alone MCL and meniscus. Yeah, uh, and, and 
and let alone fighting on it. And he said, he said that's why he didn't win against DC is because he couldn't defend a takedown for shit and he couldn't explode like he wanted to because of these, this bad knee. He said once he gets this bad knee fixed, which has happened and the surgery went well, now he's going to be laying in bed for a month and then he's going to get back to the gym and his goal is to lose 40 pounds. So right now he walks around at 290. He wants to walk around at 250. So I guess his fight weight would be like 250, 255. I think that would be the best thing for him, and I wish him well. Yeah, I mean, I still would love to see him fight a um, couple guys, but do you run he don't it back? Have, he don't have that many fights left in him, I don't think. Really? He's relatively young. I think he's got a couple more. He's got such a personality. He don't need a fight. That is true. He's got a couple more fights. He's gonna and then he's gonna just start doing his other thing. He was already in like a movie or a show or something, you know. Yeah. So I mean, he's doing his thing, dude. He's got to run back the Nagano fight, man. I want to see that. <laughs> I want to see them both with confidence. I literally never want to see that again. I understand that it was a very bad fight, but I just want to see it again, just to see because it it has such good potential. It it has to. God, man, those guys are such hard hitters that they need to do it. I hope it never happens. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get into the feuds. All um, right. Survey says. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what constitutes a feud with you? What makes a feud a feud? Well, I'm glad we went over this before we researched or, you know, wrote down our notes. <laughs> uh, for me, a feud would be before the fight, there's a big buildup and either there's video or everybody knows of the situation where, you know, there's bad blood and they really actually want to fuck each other up and then they meet in the ring and fuck each other up. Okay. And that, see my, my, my definition's a little bit different. Let's hear the fucking nerd version. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Martial artist, Ricky. <laughs> well, my, my version is that, yes, they have a backstory. Yes, they want to truly get at each, at each other's throats. But you have to have more than one fight with the person. Because if you if you really have a, a, a feud with this person, it's a back and forth. It's not just one-sided. So if, if I talk a bunch of shit to you and then whip your ass, that's not much of a feud. That's just you getting your ass whipped. It depends because I have I have a situation that I guarantee you'll agree is a feud that um, only had one fight. But sometimes that's even sometimes the buildup's long enough and it's a storybook ending or whatever to where you're like you felt like it was a nice feud. Oh, okay. I so hear. I mean, so basically what you're well, saying. Let's start is, with that then. What do you got? I don't know if I want to start with that one. Oh, you pussy. <laughs> bitch. You know what? Fuck it. We already built it up. So, since I kind of like kind of gave you the story of the, how it's outlined, it's Jones, John motherfucking Jones, uh-huh. Johnny Bones Jones, right? Versus, take a guess, and if you're right, I'll slap you in the face. Rashad, <laughs> fuck you! I should slap you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> do you have that one? <laughs> no, I do not. Okay, I do not have that one. I will let you know that right now, all of my fighters, all of my feuds, have more than two fights a person. I know, I could tell. So, <laughs> this one right here, 
Okay. Yeah. Let me just first say this is the original Cody versus Team Alpha Male. You know Garbrandt. I mean, um, T. Yeah, TJ versus Cody and them. Uh, the original Cowboy versus uh, Mike Perry. Because it's a guy getting kicked out of the gym. A gym. And actually, Craig Jackson's gym was, you know, Cowboy versus Mike Perry. And same thing. So let's let's paint the back story real quick for that. John Jones. Okay. He's a new bright star. Right. Coming to um, Jackson, Jackson Wink's gym. Right. Rashad Evans used to be, like, was their star. Right. Then they're told to fight one another. And Jackson Wink chooses John Jones to to back John Jones. Right. So he got kicked out of his own gym from a rising star, which they keep doing that. They do. I mean, and at the time of this uh, feud, I was I was siding with Rashad on this. Well, I never really liked John Jones, so it is what it is. But at this point, I, I see business-wise, I see why John... Uh, Jackson Wink took the side of John Jones. You've seen more promise, more longevity in Jack in Jones than you did Rashad. Yeah, but loyalty. Well, you gotta be loyal to your boy. Anyway, Rashad and and, and the build up towards this fight was fucking awesome. I remember being super excited. I actually watched this fight with you at somebody's house, and it was the first time I heard buffalo dip, and I made a sandwich of it because I thought it was like. <laughs> Like, you know, like a chicken salad. Yeah. And I put it in between two pieces of bread, and I'm like, God damn, I got a lot of heartburn. <laughs> Super spicy. We were at some guy, some guy's house. I can't, I don't even remember his name. But, um, and just, I remember, like, being super hype about this fight, and Rashad fucking clipped him or, or called him really good, almost, and you, if he, he if he would have went for the finish, he could have finished John Jones. Oh, that was so But, but he wanted to dance instead. You know, because he hit him real good, so he danced, and then Jones recovered. So, I mean, that was like, it was just a good ending to, uh, like, the original feud of, hey, he came in and took over the gym because he's a new rising star, and the gym chose somebody else before me, over me. Uh, yeah, I mean, and and not to mention they were talking a lot of shit on each other. A lot of shit on each other. This, I think this is where, this is where my dis like of John Jones began. Yeah. Is right here is because you're coming you're you're taking Rashad Evans who taught you a lot of shit about MMA and he's a really good wrestler and you're a really good wrestler and he taught you how I'm not saying he taught him how to strike or he he taught him nuances of MMA. Yeah. And then you're just going to talk shit on the dude and turn your back that Right there, that's a bitch move. I understand if your camp is going to choose one of you because they're looking at it in a, as an investment standpoint. But when you when you go ahead and say, "F you, dude, you didn't teach me shit. I'm gonna fuck you up. You're a piece of shit. Go on, get it, get the fuck out of here, you old dog." That yeah. that's uncalled for, and that just speaks to his character. And he's done nothing but confirm you're on hater mode tonight, i fucking yo. hate like, john jones i'll be i'll be straight up with that i fucking hate you're john on hater jones. mode tonight i am and you can call me hater whatever you want i hate him because i ain't him i don't give a fuck all right 
John Jones is a piece of shit, and he will always be a piece of shit okay. in my book. So what's what's your feud? Oh, my first feud is an oldie but a goodie. It's uh, Chuck Liddell versus Tito Ortiz. Tits Ortiz. Yeah. So this goes back always. So we're on UFC, what, 236 coming up? And this goes all the way back to UFC 47. Yeah, I mean, I get you, but I don't. What don't you get? It was okay. It was okay. Really? Yeah. I mean, a lot. Okay, so I think so. This did bring in a lot of fans. So I, I get it. Yeah, this was like, but Tito Ortiz, like him or hate him, he made controversy, which brought fans in. He's very cringy. He is very cringy. <laughs> and Chuck Liddell back in those days was coked up. <laughs> he was coked up. Still but, coked up. But he was he was the fucking man, and he would knock out anybody. Yeah. And Ortiz wasn't trying to hear that. He was just getting off of a win streak with Ken Shamrock. Yeah. And he thought he was hot shit. Came up on Chuck. Um, and Chuck beat him in 38 seconds the first round. Yep. I mean, the first fight in UFC 47, Chuck just hit him with a stiff-ass left hook. Mm-hmm. Good night, Tito. Well, then it goes on. Tito... Goes on a win streak. Chuck goes on a win streak. Well, Chuck goes on a win streak so much that he beats Randy Couture for the light heavyweight championship. Yeah. So this is uh, three years later at UFC 66, and they fight again. Well, Chuck whips his ass again. Yeah. <laughs> for the th- In the third round, TKO. Yeah. So you're like, Tito, you're done, dude. Enough's enough. This feud, this feud is, you're getting your ass whipped. Either, even though they're still talking shit to one another. Yeah. And you can tell Tito Ortiz is saltier than a motherfucker about this feud or about this fight. Like he thought he really won this fight or he was going to win this fight. Yeah. So, what is it? Uh, fifteen years go by. <laughs> both, both, both people have their careers. Um, Liddell has a great career and then falls off a little bit, a lot of it. And Ortiz falls off a lot of it. They're pretty much retired. And then last year, they go to Oscar De La Hoya, who has Golden Boy Promotions, and they sell him a fight where they're going to fight each other. Now, this was the the most sorriest fight (laughs) I can think of. I've seen in a very long time. So, a younger, more in shape Tito Ortiz fights a old, withered up Chuck Liddell. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was it was sad. It was sad to see uh, Chuck Liddell gets hit first round and gets pretty much KO'd. It, it, it was like it was like a young, it was like a a middle aged man beating up an old man. It it yeah. it was sad. it was a sad thing. I'm sorry I watched it, but yeah. That's why I wouldn't have chose that because it didn't have like a ending. Or, it didn't have a great ending, but it had an ending. The ending was a letdown. It was. It was, but it was it was so long in the making and they're always talking shit on each other the entire careers. I mean, I just I thought that made it for a pretty good feud because, you know, it was it was 
it was a uh, it was somebody that throughout your whole career you you had a problem with. Yeah. So, what do you have for the next guy? The next one, I don't really have too much to say because we've talked about it a lot. Uh, Bisbing versus Hendo. That was a feud. I thought it was just a good fight. Okay, so. You, oh yeah, never you're mind. A never, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. I'm sorry. He's on some other shit. He done forgot who the fuck he is. <laughs> so yeah, so we all know Bisbing and Hendo coached against each other on Ultimate Fighter. They they it, talk mad shit. Well, on Bisbing one another. talk mad shit for the most part, and. <laughs> Hendo shut him the fuck up by having a highlight reel finish, one of my favorite knockouts of all time. And <laughs> then a couple of years later goes by, you see Bisbing had a much a lot of growth and he got the win on a rematch. Why do fighters do that? Do do you agree with fighters that should that they should do that? Well, that- it just depends because Hendo could have kept growing too, you know what I mean? Really? I mean, Hendo's, what, 40-something years old at that last Hendo fight? Hendo wanted it, and, and he almost won a couple times. He just couldn't get the fucking knockout. It was a good fight. It was. It was a good fight. I mean... It was It was definitely not that situation. No. It was like... It was just a good story of growth. I will say that that whole build-up for the Ultimate Fighter... Yeah. And then getting that release... Of the knockout, and then the jump in the air. Yeah, that's the ultimate, like... And landing on his face was so fucking satisfying. And I like Michael Bisping a lot. But to see him shut him the fuck up like that... Well, he was he was different back then, too. Like, we didn't like him back then. Yeah, he was... We a, like him now. He was a dick back then. And you see a lot of... And that's... The whole story is a story of growth. And, and then you think about it, it's like the ultimate... Um, the bully gets beat up situation on that one. But, I mean, if if you guys want to hear a, a cool speech or whatever, watch Bisbing's pre-fight at the weigh-ins, like, speech. That shit gave me goosebumps when I watched it, dude. It made me want to fucking see Bisbing win against Henderson at that time. Why? What did he say? What did he say to get I, you? I don't remember. You got to go back and watch it. All just right. look it up. I just remember I was like, well, he, I really feel like this is some, you know, he's saying some shit right here. What you got? What you got? Okay, my next one, you're probably not going to like or probably not going to think is a real feud. Uh, every time, I, I already know what's... Go ahead. It's Frank Mir versus Brock Lesnar. <laughs> you with these old fucking things, man. Well, I'm going to go back because... Because I, I, you're old. Yeah, I'm old. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I'm an old man. But I thought this was really cool because Brock Lesnar coming from uh, WWE comes in, thinks he's going to be... Top shit goes up against Frank Mir, his first outing, and Frank Mir shows him what MMA is all about. Lets him take him down, lets him hit him a, a couple times, and then knee bars him. And it was great because Brock Lesnar didn't see it coming, didn't yeah. know what it was. Gets knee barred, and you you see this big monster of a man tapping like a little girl, mm-hmm. so fucking quick. And if he didn't, I think Mir would have took his leg off. Where I know he would have. <laughs> <laughs> we already know that. Yeah. Yeah, Mir would have taken that leg and walked home with it. And then Brock Lesnar gets his revenge. Yeah. It at at one of the biggest events of UFC history, UFC 100. 100. Oh, yeah. And he didn't just get his revenge. 
He rearranged Frank Muir's face. He fucked him up. I mean, he gets on top of this guy and just punches him with those softball fists. Yeah. And just rearranges his face. I felt like I felt sorry for Frank Muir after the fight because just of how bad he got his ass beat. I think he got more injured in his last fight, though, where he broke the top of his mouth. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't even like thinking about that. Everything with Frank Mayer just makes me... Uh. <laughs> if he's not breaking arms or breaking shoulders, he's breaking his mouth and breaking something of himself. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that's a pretty cool feud. Okay, yeah. I don't hate it. And they talk mad shit on each other just a lot. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they, they talked a little bit of shit. I mean, it was it was cool. But, like I said, it's a little old. So, we already talked about Rashad. Let's go, let's go back to Rashad. Okay. Rashad versus Rampage. Oh, yes. Rashad versus motherfucking Rampage. Now, this was another build-up through Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, so Rashad Evans was, I think, the Ultimate Fighter 2 winner. Rashad Evans? Yeah. He was, he was fighting a heavyweight back then. Yes. So, anyway... They they coach against each other on the heavyweights. First of all, that, that season was awesome. And, you know, season 10, it was the heavyweights. Kimbo Slice was on there. Roy Nelson was on there. This is before anybody really knew who Roy Nelson was. You have, uh, you know, Kurt Angle was actually rumored to be on there, but he didn't he didn't go. It was just a bunch of people. But you got... Um, Rashad Evans, who stayed cool, calm, collected, and everything, but, you know, kind of cocky, kind of like, he knew how to really dig at fucking Rampage Jackson, who was a character in himself. He's just a fucking wild man from the Pride days and everything, and he's just, he can't control it. He's an aggressive dude, and he would always put get his buttons pushed. And at one time, and they showed the clip a thousand times of uh, Rampage Jackson getting all pissed off, and it's just attacking the fuck out of the door and just literally demolishing a fucking door. And like they had funny back and forth things, like um, when they met in the ring or the octagon or whatever to talk back and forth, and there was a microphone, and Rampage Jackson was like. Thought he was going to have the last word, so he goes, there's going to be some black-on-black crime! And he throws the mic down (laughs) and then walks away. And then Rashad Evans goes over to the mic, looks confused, picks it up, and then responds to him. And he's like, you know, he really thought he was going to get that last word. (laughs) And then when they fought, you know, Rashad Evans just fucked him up. Now, that's the kind of trash talking that I actually like because it was funny and they both let they both have enough sense to laugh at each other, even though they hate each other. Well, no, because I, I really think Rampage Jackson was, like I said, he, like Rashad Evans stayed calm and collected, and Rampage Jackson couldn't help it because he's an aggressive dude. He was getting his buttons pushed. Oh yeah. So and that that showed in the fight too. That's why Rashad got the decision mm-hmm. because he stayed calm and Rashad fought emotionally. I mean, uh, Rampage fought emotionally. A little side note about that at the finale. Of that season, mm-hmm. that was the night that Jones got his first loss. I mean, his his his. his that's the night that he lost. Oh, the Hamill. DQ. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, mm-hmm. that that just kind of shows you around the same time it was right there. Okay, okay. I I like that. I like the, I like Rashad Rampage feud. That was that was a good feud. I was very excited for that fight when it when it was being booked and being. Uh, teased and everything, and then the door thing that was great. That's always going to be 
That's going to be etched in our minds for a very, very long time. So, quick question. Yes, sir. Did did I see any of yours yet? No, not yet. I know. So it sounds like we all got different feuds. I like that. I like that. I yeah, thought we each got one more left, right? Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if we're gonna get this one. If this is it, I'm. I, 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 you won then. Okay. So, so he thinks that I'm gonna. My next feud is going to be the one that he thinks. No, that, no, no. I already, I already, I already know that you didn't choose that one then. Oh, I didn't. Okay. Yeah. So this, if this next one, if the, if you choose the same one as me, you you won because we were taking, we were saying that we thought we were gonna have the same feuds, but it doesn't look like we were. It doesn't look like it. So my next feud is a four fight feud over a over like a twelve thirteen year period. It's uh, Quentin Rampage Jackson versus Vanderlei Silva. That's a pretty cool one. Now. I like my feuds so I always like my choices so much better than yours. Well, they're your choices. That's why you like them better. They're epic. <laughs> <laughs> well, this 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 feud was very good because these these fighters are extremely aggressive and they lay everything out on the line when they fight. Yeah, that and they they the fact that they fought in pride and uh did they fight twice in one night? N- well, or something like that or so in Pride days, you fight more than once, but they fought different people twice, and they fought they fought the same night, but they fight twice in the same night, but it was with different opponents. So the first time they met was in two thousand and three at Pride FC, and Silva whipped his ass. Yeah. In round one, grabbed him in that clinch, and kneed the fuck out of his head, and just melted him. Yeah. And then they seen each other again a year later in Pride 28. Silva did the same shit. Rampage lasted a little bit longer, but eventually he got that clinch, kneed him in his face, and just yeah. melted him. Move four more years into the future, UFC 92. Now, this was a slugfest. If if you have to define a slugfest, watch this fight. It's it's like almost like a hockey fight. It's just hook after hook after hook. They didn't give a fuck. They did not care. And they were talking mad shit on each other because of the pride days, because of this bullshit. Yeah. And Rampage is like, I'm a different fighter. You ain't got shit on me. Uh, Randall A. Silva was like, I'm going to do the same fucking thing I've always done is whip your ass. And it, <laughs> it, I mean, he had... He had factual proof that he could beat Rampage. Rampage was was on a winning streak at the time, and he was he was like the new superstar in yeah. UFC. So when they when these two met in the ring, you expected like you kind of half expected them to like feel each other out. There was no feeling out process whatsoever. Yeah. It was they walked to each other and then they just started swinging. Oh yeah. Just started swinging. And then you knew right there one of them was not making it out. Yeah. So it you knew right from the jump that this wasn't even making it out of another round. Yeah. And Rampage caught him with a left hook and yep. Vanderlei went down. Now, the only reason I think he won is because his hook, the Rampage's hooks are extremely tight when he throws hooks. 
Mandalay's extremely <laughs> wide. Yeah, like he's a straight arm almost. Right. It's like a weird. He's got a weird ass hook. He's got Mandalay's got the weirdest hooks that work, but they're like windmills. Yeah. Like he windmills all the way around to hook and hit you, and when he connects, you're going night night. But I mean. Rampage just beat him to the punch because his hooks were more technically sound and straight and hooked, like perpendicular with the floor, and his footwork looked better. Yeah. And he caught him with that low hook, and out he went, and it was great. It was, yeah. It was a great, really quick fight. Side note, I want to watch that fight, and then I want to watch um, Vanderlei Silva versus Brian Stan. Because because that was definitely one of the best oh slugfests ever. Oh my god, ever. that was awesome! You talk about slugfest, and that's what I'm saying. I want to watch both of them because I don't know who, which one was like probably better. I think Brian Stan was a little bit better because it went longer. Because he woke him up, yeah. like he didn't come to fight like that with with Rampage and and Silva. They both knew each other very well. They knew they were gonna fight just like that. Yeah. When Vanderlei beat Brian or went up against Brian Stan. Vanderlei came to fight. Brian Stan came to tactically take apart Vanderlei. Yeah. And Vanderlei hit him so many times and took him off his feet. And when Brian Stan got his got his feet knocked out from under him and he stood back up, he was a different fighter. He was like, oh, fuck this. This is a street fight. And yeah. just went after Vanderlei. And he was like, we're going to fight. Awesome. It was great. It was, it was, it was awesome so great. Oh. I'm, I'm going to rewatch that fight. Yes, yes. It's a good-ass fight. All right. My last one. Which is a lot more epic than yours. And this is literally what I think is the greatest feud of all time. And which, by the way, I'm surprised neither one of us brought up a McGregor fight. Fuck McGregor, yeah. A McGregor feud, I mean. Because <laughs> his, feuds, his feuds are all talk. And the only feud that I think he really had was with Nate Diaz. And yet we still talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you fucking... You, you, you motherfucker. You, you brought me into it. So anyway... The greatest feud of all time, Jones versus DC. <laughs> you still there, pussy? <laughs> yeah, so that's what I was going to say. I have I have a little note here. Uh, it was crazy because they had fights in and out of the fucking octagon. Uh, Jones broke the good guy act by accident in this feuds. And the trilogy is still awaiting to happen. You know, there's so much controversy with drug test failures, knockouts, fights outside the ring, people talking, excuse me, people talking shit on each other's families and everything else. Man. It's just a crazy feud that's still going on today. This is by far the most personal feud I've ever seen. I wish you were right here just so I could spit right in your face. (laughs) (laughs) When he said that, I mean... The visceral, uh, just animosity between the two people is very evident. I mean, it's so. You're such a piece of shit, John Jones. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it is so evident. And then, oh my god, you really are a piece of shit. <laughs> like he just kept saying it. <laughs> so we're 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 prefacing the the ESPN. Or this what, would have been Fox, probably. Fox, or, or yeah, Fox. Fox, uh, no, I think it was ESPN because they were doing a little a little interview on ESPN. It's either ESPN or Fox, and they're sitting there fight, or they're sitting there doing their normal press thing, and then 
the camera gets cut off and they go to commercial break, but the mics are still on. Yeah, it was it was the greatest moment ever. Because <laughs> he don't know the camera's still on, and Jones goes, hey, pussy, you still there? <laughs> and then they go back and forth, not even knowing that they're being, you know, cameras are on. Yeah, it's just great. It was like I'll kill you. <laughs> it was just saying, and then and then because Jones always had this good guy, preacher talk, character that he portrayed, and then he realized, oh no, I can't portray that guy anymore because they've seen the real me. Right. And that kind of brought out the fucking badass Jones. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, it did. But I mean, you knew he was a piece of shit when he fought Rashad, but. He was, I'm a Jones fan. Fuck you. You can fuck. You can go fuck you yourself. You can fuck. <laughs> go fuck yourself. Because <laughs> Jones is a piece of shit, and you can't tell me no different. He's still a goat. God forbid if we ever get an interview with John Jones, because I'm just gonna tear him a new asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh. <laughs> that's wishful thinking, huh? Oh well, I mean, it's gonna happen. We're gonna start interviewing fighters soon. That's, yeah, but that's Jones. Just, you you really you really reaching for the top? What what you think we can't do it? Definitely not Jones. Oh fuck no! I I mean maybe if he hears this we ain't getting him, but I don't give a fuck. I'm just <laughs> saying we'll go to the top of the top eventually. Yeah yeah. So we got these uh, fights coming up. Oh hold on hold on hold on! Before we go into hold the on. fights, I still got one more feud to tell you about. Didn't you start? No, you started. Bro, you got me all fucked up. I know. Go ahead, tell me your feud. It's it's real easy. It's it's uh, we already went over this fight last weekend. That's cool. But I still gotta say it. It's Frankie Edgar versus Gray Maynard. That fight yeah. going back and forth. All three fights, or yeah, all three fights were fucking awesome. Yeah. They were bangers. Every fight, and we were excited for every one. Every one of them. And the and the cool thing about this fight or these fights. Is that they didn't talk shit. They I think they kind of did. They didn't, but it wasn't like Jones and DC. No, it was I'll beat your ass. It was just, uh, yeah. My skills are I'm better gonna, than yours. Yeah, I'm going to win. I'm going to prove it in the ring. I'm going to prove it in the ring. And then when when it, the martial arts or the fighting skills sold this fight, not the trash talk. Yeah. So that that's what made it awesome. And then when they got in there, very few times do you see the the build-up actually live up to the fight. Yeah. And yeah. and this one, every time the build-up lived up to the fight, and the fight almost overdid the... Uh, Hype. Yeah. And the second time they fought was a draw. So the first, I'll tell you like this, the first time they fought was in UFC Fight Night 13 2008, and Gray Maynard won via unanimous decision. The second time they fought was three years later at UFC 125, and they came to a draw. Now, this was their best fight. Both fighters almost got knocked out. I mean, like, hobbling, falling on the ground, almost knocked completely out both sides. So Frankie almost gets knocked the hell out. Gray Maynard almost gets knocked the hell out. Yep. And they both keep fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting, and then it comes to a draw. And this is the only fight that I say I got excited about a draw. <laughs> <laughs> because they both left it on the fucking table. They, they left every ounce of energy, every ounce of fight, 
everything, their whole energy, their whole spirit was on this fucking fight. Yeah. And then they did it again, and Frankie Frankie beats him with with a punch in the fourth round on the third fight in the same year. It was like they fought yeah. they fought in February and then they fought in November because they were excited to run it back because it was a draw. Yeah, they had to. But it was it wasn't a lack of trying. Gray Maynard's body just gave out. Yeah, that's what it was. I mean, he still wanted to fight. He was still there. His body wasn't able to continue. Yeah, I remember. I was like, this guy is done. He's done. He was done, but he just he kept trying to get up. Kept trying to punch at him. Kept trying to grab him, and it just his body just gave out. His spirit did not. So that was my best feud that I could. I could give you guys was Frankie Edward versus Gray Maynard. You watch any of those three fights, you're going to be entertained. You're going to be at the edge of your seat. Even though you know the the end result, you're still going to be entertained and still going to be suspenseful because the fighting is that good. That is what I love about MMA is Frankie Edgar versus Gray Maynard. All three of those fights define my love for MMA. You're an MMA purist. Absolutely. Stick to the rankings. Fuck them rankings. They don't mean a goddamn thing in UFC. Well, that's what you wish would happen. <laughs> yeah, true. All right, so I got on. My, I got off my soapbox. So time to get on ours and let's check out these new fights on uh, ESPN Philly. With I'm excited about these fights. Barbosa versus. Or Edson Barbosa versus Justin Gaethje is the main event. Let's start at the bottom. You want to start at the bottom? Okay. Okay. Like we used to. Like we used to. All right. All right. So, do you know either Alex Perez or Mark De La Rosa? I know Alex Perez. I know both of them. Not not very very well, but I'm gonna go with Alex Perez. Uh, decision win. Okay, I want to go with Alex Perez as well. This is a bantamweight belt, one thirty-five. Correct. So I'm going to go with Alex Perez as well, and I'm going to say you're you're saying decision. I'm saying first round TKO. It's a cool choice. Probably won't happen. Or you know, I'm looking for a fluke, guys. Looking for a fluke. Uh, what we got next? Next, you, you read this one. Okay. <laughs> Good oh, luck. you give me the hard lanes. Okay, we got uh, Sabina Mazio versus Morena Marzo. So we got Mazio versus Marzo. Well, I would say Mazo and Moroz, Moroz, Moroz. Mazo and Moroz. Okay. Whatever. So Sabina and Morena. That's what I'm gonna say. And uh, I don't know either one of these fighters. I don't. I've never heard of them. I'm gonna go with Morena decision. Morena. I'm gonna go with Sabina just to piss you off. Yeah, he'll piss me off. <laughs> or just to go against you, I should say. Uh, we got next up is bantamweight bout Ray Borg. Yeah, I'd like to see Ray Borg back in action versus son. Casey Kenny. So I'm going Ray Borg I because want, I'm a homer. I wanted to uh, stop. Well, I didn't want to tell you too much information, but go ahead, keep going. Keep going. That's all I got. I don't, I don't how? Know. How? Yeah. Uh, 
I'm gonna say. I'm I'm torn between these two. He's either gonna get a decision, or he's gonna submit him in a third. Pick. Uh, decision. All right. So, this is Ray Borg at 135. He's always well. He we've seen him fight at 125. So he's going he's gonna have a little extra. Yeah. I'm gonna go with first round TKO. Ray Bork. Whoa. I'm saying that little bit extra energy is gonna do him right. It's been a long it's been a long time since he's uh fought, man. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> I mean, he's got he's got shit in his eyes and he's working off of iron jury because he was on that stupid fucking bus with Conor McGregor where he threw the the dolly through the window and the glass got into his eyes when he when uh the when he broke the window on the bus. Yeah, and he had an issue with his son. Oh, it's, that's a terrible story. Yeah. If you guys uh, go to... I'm Look, we are not even a part of Cash App or anything like that. But if you go to Cash App and you type in uh, Rogan, I think it's slash Rogan, where you use Joe Rogan's uh, I know nothing coupon, he's going to... Cash App's going to give 10% of their... Their proceeds to Ray Borg's son. He has a lot of medical issues. It's just a sad, sad. And I feel for the guy, man, because my son was in the hospital for a long time, yeah. and I, I can I can only uh, sympathize with Ray Borg. I hope his son gets better, and I'm I'm glad to see him back in action and making money for his family, man. So I hope Ray Borg wins. I hope he whips ass and gets some of that fight bonus too. All right, so. You want to... Yeah, the next fight is uh, Kevin Holland versus Gerald... Uh, oh. Meerkat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Meerkart. Who you got? Uh, I'm going to say the easier fighter's name. Uh, Kevin Holland, because I don't know either one. Okay, how? Uh, second round, TKO. Okay, I'm going to go with Kevin Holland, first round knockout. I guess you know these guys. Uh, yeah, and Kevin Holland, I like him. He's the one that talks shit the whole time he fights. Oh, really? <laughs> Dude, it's a, he's a fun-ass fighter to watch. All right, I got to check this out. See, Buddy's buddy's got the inside track more than I do. I just, I, I got the memory. I, I, remember, I remember these fights a lot of times with these guys more than he does. Yeah, I'm sorry. I got, I got a lot of shit on my plate. But you remember more details about certain fights. Yeah. I just remember the basic storyline of the fight. And who it was. Then we got Enrique Barzola versus Kevin Aguilera. Oh man, you're good at that. Man, you say them names perfect. Did I not? Watch? No, 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 no. I'm just saying you do it better than I did because I couldn't have done it that good. So this is a featherweight bout. Who are you going to go with and how? Again, I'm not too keen on either one of these names so I kind of like the name Enrique and I'm going to go with that I'm going to go Barzloza decision okay same situation as Violent Bob Ross I cannot remember but there's a reason why I don't fuck with Kevin Aguilera so I'm going to go with Enrique decision win (laughs) what method did you say for Enrique decision as well okay Feels right. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. All right, so n- n- that kind of takes not takes care of the prelims, but takes care of the more unknown fighters to us. And now we're getting into the ones that we kind of know. 
Uh, so we know Ross Pearson. He's a British fighter. And he's going to be versing Desmond Green. Now, you know a little bit about Desmond Green. Yeah, so Ross Pearson, he's a he's he's a stable. He's a, he's definitely a good um gatekeeper. Yeah. For the uh for this the guy, light, for the lightweight division. Right. This guy's got incredible boxing. Yeah. Um he kind of leaves his head open a little bit. I think he can work on his defense a little bit better. He's got good cardio, he's got good wrestling. Right. Um, I mean, he's he's a good all-around fighter. He's fighting Desmond Green. Um somebody who I who I follow on Twitter was talking to me and she, she was saying that she was excited about the Desmond Green fight. He he liked the tweet and, and retweeted it and I heard that he said that this is gonna be his best performance. He sounds super determined. So I'm gonna go with Desmond Green and I'm gonna go with a decision win. So you got Desmond Green, who is promising the performance of a lifetime. I don't know if he went that far. <laughs> I'm just saying. He said, you time. said his best performance to date. That's what yeah, you said. So it was. I I can't remember exactly what it was said, but yeah, he was. He sounds super determined. Okay, I'm gonna call that, and I'm gonna say he's full of shit, and I'm gonna say Ross Pearson whips his ass and knocks him out in the second round. I'd love that honestly, because I like <laughs> Ross Pearson too. All right, then we got Kevin Kevin's uh, wife. Kevin's what? Yeah, Kevin Aguilera. Oh, okay, Jessica Aguilera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny, right? Yeah, that is kind of cool. Yeah, I wasn't talking about Kevin Lane of the Backlog Exposed. <laughs> Shout out a, to you, bro. That's exactly. We got to get one by every episode. Every episode, we're giving you one, one, one shout out every episode. <laughs> oh man, you're welcome, Kevin. <laughs> we love you. That's right. Yeah, I really did think you were talking about Kevin. I'm like, Crystal ain't fucking fighting. <laughs> <laughs> you, probably, you were like, oh, I got to see the picture. Does it look like her or something? <laughs> like, right. <laughs> All right. So Jessica Aguilera versus uh, Morena Rodriguez. I'm going with Christina Aguilera's little sister. <laughs> okay. Uh, she's going to win. How is she going to win? Submission. She's gonna win a verbal tap from strikes. Oh, I gotta write this down. Verbal <laughs> tap strikes. Okay. Third round. Third round. That's wow. I mean, if you make it to the third round and you verbal tap, you're getting your ass beat. Or no. <laughs> she she doesn't answer the third round bell. Who doesn't answer? Rodriguez doesn't answer the third bell. Yeah, like she doesn't stand up. Okay, they okay, call it. okay. They quitted the second and going to the third. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say Rodriguez submits her the first round. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that was really oddly specific. <laughs> call me now. <laughs> By the way, all Did the ones talk to Cleo? all the ones that I'm oddly specific with have literally <laughs> not been close at all. You would not expect that. You talk about verbal tap out. Now she got. I got to answer the bell. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say I poke DQ or something. 
You're just hoping that you call this motherfucker to a T so you can be like, ah, I called it. All right, so next, this is a good one. Sadiq Yusuf versus Shaman Moras. Moras. Okay, okay. Now, Sadiq, do, do we, is this Bank Bank? No, Sadiq is the Maryland guy. Right. Who beat the fuck out of that guy. Uh, he, the guy was standing up against Cage and he's just working the fuck out of him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he, he's like, uh, like he's Nigerian, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, but he's from Maryland. Yeah. Okay, okay. Or he fights out of Maryland or whatever. Right, right, right. He fights for uh, Lloyd Irvin. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. And he, he was training with, uh, what's his name? They have pictures together. The, uh, the 155er. What the hell's his name? Gagey knocked him the fuck out. James Vick. Yes. <laughs> so, I'm going to go with him. Fucking first round TKO. Yeah, we're homers. I'm going the same thing. First round knockout. All right. So, you want to read this next one? Oh, you're a dick. <laughs> okay. Okay, whatever, whatever. I'll take it. Paul Craig is versus Kenny. Kennedy. Kennedy, you can't even say Kenny Kennedy, right? <laughs> I didn't see the fucking D. I'm sorry, I read it quick. Put Kennedy, you, put your readers on. <laughs> come on, uh, old man. Fuck you, motherfucker. All right, come on, say his name. Right, say his last name. <laughs> come on. Okay. Nin. Najet I have fucking no idea. Ninjekawa? Jack Republic. <laughs> <laughs> Ninjekawa. That's what I'm going with. Ninjekawa. Okay. Kennedy Ninjekawa versus uh, Paul Craig. And uh, if you got a name Ninjekawa, you're going to get your ass beat in school. So I'm thinking this kid's got to be able to fight. So I'm going with Kennedy. All right. Well, I love Paul Craig. He lost his last fight, I believe, if it's the fight I remember. And he looked very fucking good. He's game everywhere. Yeah, he is. And uh, I'm going to go with a fucking second round submission. Okay. Paul Craig, Craig, second round submission. Okay. I wish we knew more on these fighters. Like, I wish I knew more on these fighters. I don't. We had a busy week. Like, it was fun. We we got to fucking hang out with the group of family. We didn't, I didn't, I definitely get to do as much research as I wanted to. Right. Because, I mean, there could be things I remember about these fighters that I don't, you know what I mean? Like, once I start researching, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that fighter. Right. You know, but I didn't really have that time yet uh, this week. But, I mean, I'm, I'm relatively know a lot of these fighters just offhand. Like, this next fight coming up that we're going to discuss is a women's strawweight bout. Now, this is title contention this written is, all over it. Yes, it does. Carolina Kowakowicz versus Michelle Watterson. <laughs> that was pretty good, motherfucker. <laughs> he looking at me like, huh, you were making fun of me. That's a lot closer than any of your bullshit. Right. So, anyway, this is a crazy fucking fight, dude. Yes, karate hottie Michelle Watterson versus... Uh, Carolina, I'm not even going to try because you did it for me, so I'm, whatever. I'm just going to say that Michelle Watterson is so hot. Oh my god, yes she is. She's so thick. <laughs> she's got very... She's fucking perfect. She, right. She's got. She's very high, highly skilled, too. She is. She's fucking perfect. <laughs> and and I, I want to see her at least get a championship title fight, so I'm going to go with Watterson. And I'm going to say decision because she doesn't knock people out that often. Third round TKO, Watterson. 
Oh, look at you. Now, that's not to, to discredit Carolina in the least. She is a very keen fighter, and it's going to be a striking war. So I can't wait to see what happens. Yeah, but Watterson proved on her last match, that I, or the last match I remember her in currently, uh, that she's game for wrestling and ground and pound. That's why I sit there around TKO. Okay. Yeah, she she did. She, she did stayed go. on top very good. Yeah, she did. All right. So what do you got on this one? Now this one, this one I'm a little little curious about. This is the one that's when. So I was asking a few people on Twitter earlier today. That's how we, I got into the talk about Desmond Green. This is the fight that I would say I'm the most excited about. Oh, really? Yeah, so Josh Emmett versus Michael Johnson. Okay, so can you guess who I'm going to be voting for? Michael Johnson. Hell no. Nah. Really? Hell to the no, no. Oh, you're going to be racist nah. and go Josh Emmett? Let's just say I don't fuck with you? a crackhead-ass looking motherfucker. That's Josh Emmett? No. Have you looked at Josh Emmett lately? Yeah. Okay. I'm talking about Michael Johnson. When he cuts down to 145, he can go to he can fight at 155. He should be fighting at 155. But Khabib beat that man. He said, "Fuck it, I'm changing weight classes." <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm running. And when he fought Andrew Andre Feely, yeah, they robbed him. So I want to see him lose that match. And I'm gonna go with Josh Emmett second round t- uh, second round knockout left fucking hook. <clears throat> so and and hold on. And Josh okay. Emmett has badass fucking tattoos. Oh, bullshit. You said second round? Yo, he's got like, it looks like the Tiki guy off a of fucking like Crash Bandicoot or something. It on is the Tiki guy from Crash Bandicoot. And you don't like that? It look, And his, his tattoos are clean as fuck, dude. They are very clean. I will say that. Colorful. They're not, they're not my style, but they are very clean. I don't want to know about your jailhouse tats, okay? Whoa, 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 whoa. You leave my jailhouse tats alone. I can get on to your jailhouse tats right these are, now. These are far from jailhouse. Uh-huh. Okay, whatever, motherfucker. Whatever, whatever. I'm going to say Michael Johnson beats him up and uh, third round TKO. Oh, you think he's going to have that energy at 145 cutting down? It's been a long time since he fought, so hopefully he did a weight cut right and not not water waiting until the last second. Sucking my balls, set. <laughs> could you? Could you? Could I be more obvious that I could give a fuck how you say that? <laughs> like you could have responded anyway, and I didn't care. Oh, you fucking piece of shit! <laughs> All right, so this next fight. We got David fucking Branch. Uh, he's a he's a douche. I don't think so. He's a douche. Versus Jack Hermanson. 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 Munson. Munson. Whatever. Jack's gonna win. You're a fucking retard. Did you see the the beating that David Branch took? From Israel Adesanya. I understand that is a level way above Jack Hermanson. But when did he fight Israel? Are you serious? Is, yeah. Okay, who was Israel's fight right before Anderson Silva? 
It was David Branch. No, it wasn't. Who was it? Look it up. Look it up. I'm pretty sure it was David Branch. I'm almost absolutely positive that you're fucking completely wrong. All right. All right. Google fight. We're Google fighting. I'm sorry, everybody, but this shit, this shit has got to get settled because now, now, now I want to know. And I'm telling you that Israel Adesanya whipped up on David fucking Branch. Well, Ricky's going to be Googling on some kind of dumb thing. I'm just going to go right to Sure Dog like an adult. Like an adult. And let's see. What do you got? Yeah. His last fight was against Jared Canary. Oh, the guy that's... Uh... He never fought. Israel Adesanya. He never fought Israel Adesanya, huh? No. Okay. Well, the guy that he fought used to fight heavyweight, and now he cuts to middleweight. Remember how jacked he was? And you know who's fighting? You know who's fighting him next? Who? Silva. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's like a fucking monster or something like. Yeah, it's crazy how big that guy is. Guy's fucking huge. So I was right. Yes, you were right, you so, piece of shit. Anyway, you're going with Jack by how? Uh, I'm going to say decision. Okay, so I'm going to tell you how it's going to happen, and I'm going to tell you why it's going to happen. He's going to get a first-round fucking knockout. Branch is going to knock him the fuck out first round. Are you fucking serious? Did you forget who the fuck he knocked out first round? Who? Tiago Santos. Is this a light heavyweight fight? Tiago Santos used to fight middleweight. He recently went up. Okay. So David Branch is still a bad motherfucker. Oh, okay. I'm thinking about Brunson. Yeah, Brunson's a bum. Yeah, that's... Okay, okay. David Branch and... and David Branch fights completely different than, than... Brunson. Derek Brunson. Okay, I'm. I got the two confused. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Brunson's more like an awkward striker who, yes. th- who who's a good wrestler. He's a fucking bum. Now De- David Branch is a technical striker who, um, less wrestling, more jujitsu style. Okay, so how do you have him winning? First round knockout. Oh Jesus fucking Christ! I hope my boy whips your ass. <laughs> Branch is a cool dude. So what's the next fight? This is the main event next. Oh, is I knew that. I'm Edson Barbosa versus Justin Gaethje, son. All right, so what? What do you, who you got? Who you got? How? <sighs> this is a pick 'em fight for me. I was fifty fifty. I could go either way on this. Uh, Barbosa's got the range. Gaethje's got the craziness. Uh, Gaethje's bo- got both the wrestling. To be very very tough, durable fighters. Right, but. See when, when Barbosa gets in the deep, deep water, he tends to fade. Where Gaethje pulls out like a horseshoe out his ass, and I don't and know because look at Barbosa's last fight. If it stays standing up, Barbosa can keep going all day. Yeah, but if I was Gaethje, I wouldn't want to take that dude down, man. I wouldn't want to stand and bang <laughs> with him. So, do you not remember that this is the story of Gaethje's, Gaethje's career? Yeah, it says. He's got good wrestling, but he never uses it. <laughs> That's literally the story of his career. Yeah. He, he's not going to take him down. It's going to be battle of leg kicks, and it's going to be a third round fucking knockout for my man Barboza. 
Okay, Barbo's a third-round knockout. Okay, that's what you're saying. So I'm going to say that Gaethje's right fucking hook up against the cage is going to happen, and Barbosa's going to go out. So I got got Gaethje winning, second-round KO. You think Gaethje's going to get fucking Barbosa against the cage? Yes. That's his only fucking chance other than taking him down. Lezer. Oh, yeah. We'll see. We'll see come Thursday. Because now I'm writing this shit down, second round. Thursday? I said, we'll see on... uh, I did say Thursday. (laughs) Sorry. Saturday. I got shit on my mind. I'm sorry. So... I'm definitely excited, and always remember to follow our Instagram, Twitter. Definitely follow your tw- follow me on Twitter. Even if you don't have a Twitter, sign up, and you can tweet back and forth with me during the fights, and it's fun. You've been liking the Twitter, man, haven't you? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and it's really fun to tweet about the fights because then you get to see what how how we're reacting, and you know. We're thinking about doing either a fight companion or we might even go like little little clips of us like reacting to a certain situation of a fight. But if you follow us on Twitter, you get to talk to us real time when the fights are happening. Yeah. And Instagram, like we, we hit new milestones like because I just started Twitter. Now we got 50 followers and the Instagram just hit over 400 followers today. Thank you guys for following us. 400 <laughs> followers is a big milestone. I can't wait to get 500, then 1,000, then all the way up to a fucking million. Fuck yeah, it. Let's keep, go. Keep telling everybody to follow us and, and keep telling people about us, about our podcast, and to check us out. You know, and uh, make sure you leave a rating and on, on the whatever you listen to on podcasts, leave a rating and a review about us. Yeah. So argue with Buddy on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. Yeah, but uh, Ricky sometimes he'll say some stuff and. We'll get on. T- I'll get him on Twitter sometimes too. Uh, yeah, the old man gets on Twitter sometimes. The old man gets on Instagram sometimes. Well, I'm saying like more, more or less. I'll tweet something that Ricky says a lot of times. Yeah, but it, it's fun. I, I I like engaging with everyone, and I like hearing you guys' comments. And if you guys got improvements or or something you want to hear, something you want to see us talk about, let us know, man. We we're always in down to engage in. The fans or listeners or everything, man. Check us out. Yeah, and we're 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 trying we're trying to just stay on the right path. We're we're super motivated, and we're just we're just watching and just trying to make sure we're not taking the wrong turns. So we we're at that point where we're really trying. Hell yeah, man! We're super appreciative that you guys like us so much. Four hundred followers is a big deal for us when we started this this was just for fun it still is just fun for us and 400 we never thought that 400 would would come like this this is awesome so today we talked about our some of our favorite feuds over the years what are we going to discuss on our next week's episode i don't know man what do you think I don't know. Any, we, any. This uh, is two weeks in a row that we forgot to discuss this before the podcast it's, it's started okay. recording. It's okay. Whatever. Yeah. Well, you know, it happens. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see. We could choose. So, this is what's been going around the internet that I've seen a little bit. Our building of our best fighter. So we take the arm of Connor and the leg of Aldo. 
and the the tactician of fucking Cain Velasquez or whatever and make the best fighter we could. You you think that's a good idea or should we do something different? Uh Yeah, we can do that. All right. We can choose the and we'll have a more structured categories of how we're going to do this. We'll we'll lay it out so that way we can kind of meet in the middle. Like cuz we we don't want to say like uh, like left eye of this person, right eye of this no, person. No. We're not going to be super super detailed. No, we're going to do head, arms, legs. And we'll probably have a certain main attribute like heart. Yeah, heart. Uh, willpower. Well, willpower uh, and heart go together. Durability. Yeah, like we'll have certain attributes that we'll have too. But we're fucking all, chin. We're gonna have all these. Yeah. We're, we're gonna work it out. I'm I'm getting excited just thinking about it right now. All right, all it's right. It's gonna be fucking awesome. Hell yeah! And if that goes too quick, you know what we're gonna do too? Let's do uh, best uh, matchup outside of MMA. And whether it be celebrities, cartoon characters, we don't give a fuck. Let's match up some people. All right, all right, cool. I'm cool. down with that. All right, guys. So tune in next week for all that building the perfect fucking fighter. And we're going to match up our fantasy booking outside of MMA. Real quick. Yes, sir. Did we talk about a couple fights that dropped? Oh, hell no. Oh, my God. <laughs> I forgot about all these fights oh. because they literally just dropped on the way up to Ricky's. I was... Uh, Texted him like, "Oh shit, this way." No, I even sent I sent sent them a video of how excited I was about the one fight. So, so we just heard that Tiago Santos gets in getting the title shot against John Motherfucking Jones, July sixth. July sixth. I can't wait. We also got Manda Nunez, Manda Nunez versus Holly Holm for the championship in that weight class. I can't wait for that shit to happen. And I, it's not official yet, but they're talking about it. Ask Ben Askren versus Jorge Masvidal. I think that fight's going to happen. It's only a matter of time. Well, something that is official. What's that? Woodley versus fucking... Uh, fucking Robbie Lawler. Robbie Lawler. Yeah. It's going to be their second That's fight. That's going to be a banger. I can't oh wait for that shit. Yeah. And then uh, we also got um, Mike Perry versus Charles Oliveira coming up soon. I uh, didn't even know that. Hold on, hold on. Mike Perry keeps getting announced for all these other fights. No, this is official. It's already been signed. It's on the dotted line. It's Mike Perry versus Charles Oliveira because Oliveira's opponent got The cowboy. The Mexican cowboy? Yes. The Brazilian cowboy. Whatever he is. Yeah. And he he recently survived a fucking grenade attack. Oh, yeah. In his home fucking state. It was crazy. (laughs) Anybody says... Anybody... Because I hear people because they don't see... Because it's not a bunch of news out there. They talk about... And I think Kevin even put... Mentioned this, but a few other people mentioned this, saying uh, UFC kind of dying out. It's like, nah, it's it's just it's getting it's getting more and more. It's it, worldwide. It's getting more play worldwide than it is just in the states. No, and it's just no. I'm talking about the matchups are doing. These matchups are great. Dude. Yes, they are. Oh my god, I can't wait. I mean, they're giving us everything we want to see. Don't sleep on any of these matches. Don't sleep on not one of them because they just. Can't All I gotta wait. say is I was so excited when I heard because. There was rumors that Stipe was going to fight John Jones. July 6th, that's still a rumor. If he whips ass on Tiago Silva or Tiago Santos, that might happen. Yeah, but um, he. But that could have been... See, I was even thinking, like, well, maybe Stipe's going to fight DC and... DC's not going to fight Stipe. But either way, I'm saying maybe that could... Maybe, and John Jones is just keeping that relevant in case DC loses. Maybe, but that's a stretch. 
Yeah, because could you imagine just all the fights that they're going to put on that card? I know. The July 6th card. It's going to be ridiculous. International Fight Week is in July, first week of July, and it, it is so great. They put on the best fights, they the best cards. They were talking about putting – I saw somebody uh, say that, do you know what they should put on that card is JDS versus fucking Nagano. That is a good For that fucking, fucking card, fight. dude. Oh, my God. That would dude, be that card's going to be dick hard. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait for that card. And also, um, real quick, some quick other news. Uh, Jacare Souza is talking retirement. If he don't get the title if fight. If he doesn't get the title fight, if he beats Yoel Romero. So if he beats Yoel Romero again and doesn't get a title shot, he's just hanging him up. And I don't blame him at that yeah. point. I mean, he said he just likes jiu-jitsu. Right. And he could he could rule that world. Yep. So, yeah. So tune in next week and tune in. We got plenty coming because it's all excitement. Oh, man. I can't fucking wait for all oh, these and, fights. Uh, one last thing. I, what I you keep, got? I, keep, I don't know if I mentioned this already, but... I've mentioned before. I said this in the beginning of the year because we took beginning of the year predictions. Oh, I shit. I said by the end of the year, Tiago Santos, Santos is going to be the motherfucking champ. Yep, I heard you. I and heard it's you. It's fucking happening. It's bro. coming. It's coming. He's got his fucking title shot. Let's see what he does. Let's it's see what he does. Happening. He looks a hell of a lot bigger than Jones. We'll see what happens. Let's see what happens. <laughs> I can't wait. All right. All right, man. Tune in for next week. <laughs> All right. I'm Ricky. I'm Buddy. We're out of here. Fuck y'all. Just See you. <laughs>